this is the 2023 Q&A, but it's not coming out until 2024. It's technically a new year Q&A as yeah. opposed to an end of year. I don't know if that changes anything. Yeah, well, we should, I mean, we're talking about 2023, but just be oh, aware yeah. of that as we are recording yeah you can mention right. that if we slip up oh yeah hi guys corrections corner we said uh, <laughs> it was still 2023 and technically um actually we got so many emails in. and everything the show where we learn oh. anything and everything interesting Ooh. about us <gasps> about us <laughs> the most interesting the, thing the most it's interesting. all about me so we will be answering the questions that you guys sent us on our discord or submitted on a google form <laughs> today we'll be answering a range of questions <laughs> I love this 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 hype pitch of it when it's like yeah. you asked a question, we've got your answer. I don't know why it was the way like you him. said the word holidays that really got me. It was Google Forms for me. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really doing this like a radio presenter. We need some like yeah. bah, 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 Ooh, yeah. in the background. <laughs> Today we'll be answering a range of questions covering everything from how we make the podcast to our favorite things of this year. We're mostly going to be covering sorry <laughs> our favorite things of last year my name is ella and today we'll be answering what is your favorite obscure musical instrument Ooh. Ooh. Hmm. oh gosh okay my name is tom and i'm gonna be asking you <laughs> and i didn't write this someone else wrote this i'm gonna be asking y'all when are Ella and Caroline going to make Tom cry for once? <laughs> I promise I didn't write this. My name is Caroline and I'm going to be asking, how do we find the time to research topics? Ah. Uh, I said we'll be answering and you guys said I'm going to be asking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to be answering those questions. Of course not. Okay, that's fine then. <laughs> I'm sorry you conceded that, Ella. I'll, that's... I'll answer all the questions. <laughs> It's just us interviewing Ella. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm very narcissistic. Also, quick corrections corner from my dad. Um, last episode, we briefly mentioned the idea of using your Christmas tree as firewood. You should not do that if you have an indoor fireplace because the burned sap can build up in the chimney uh, and be a fire hazard. So Papa Lum is looking out for y'all. Thanks, Dad. Before we jump in, I was just going to do a few little statistics drop up the end. Oh, oh just, just a few. Last year, we did 23 episodes, normal Holy episodes, moly. including five guest episodes. Probably our highest. Oh, oh, wow. really? Yeah. I thought that was all. That was all. Okay. Although wow. I counted Sabrina in that as a replacement. Uh, sure. Oh, yeah. actually, then it's six with Ellen as the replacement Ellen as, as well. well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fab. And not including two Tomnical difficulties and one best of episode. So 26. Oh, <laughs> uh, we did have Tomnical difficulties, didn't we? We did this, Just a yeah. few. <laughs> I also ranked what topics. I'm sorry? In, well, I, I ranked what topics in the science and question sections. I didn't do the miscellaneous. We talked about as in how many times we talked about a specific type of thing, a genre. Oh, oh what? Okay, so, you did. Yeah, what? I think we know where this is going for me at least. <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't do it by person. What do you oh. think was 
the number one what field. What field? I feel like it's got to be biology, right? Yeah, biology's animal been, Biology's been separated out. Animals is a is, okay. is been, has been separated oh, out. I feel like it's got to be animals is our top one. Okay, animals. I guess so. I, I, we do a lot of human biology stuff. Mm. We do. Um, That's true. Okay, so I'm going to start from the bottom. In sixth place with two topics is physics. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like them both, though. Uh-huh. I like the physics. Yeah. In joint <laughs> fifth with three topics each, evolution, archaeology slash paleontology, uh, the Ig Nobels. Uh, <laughs> Nice. Well, okay, hold on. That's stacked. <laughs> nice try, Mark Abrams. Tech slash AI. <laughs> okay, yeah. And space. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Those are, those are some faves right. of ours. Yeah. In fourth with four topics, environment slash climate change. Nice. Mostly yeah. all Caroline, but one from Amy. Very good, yeah. Then in third place with five topics, debunkings slash controversies. Oh, hell Ooh. yeah. Yeah. That's a good cat. That's a great yeah. way to categorize that because I do love that yeah. stuff. Uh-huh. In second place with seven topics, biomedical science. Really? That's, That's interesting. A ton. And in first place, you got it with nine topics is animals slash the natural Woo-hoo. world. So that okay. was also things about the two highest peaks i counted in that because it's the oh, natural world earth. yeah sure yeah, yeah, yeah. okay yeah maybe sh- maybe i should have made another one for earth maybe but i i, I was <laughs> when you were gonna say this i was really worried we were gonna be like oh we we talked way too much about like just bees or something like yeah. that it's like oh fuck we really but that's a yeah. that's that's a good um that's a good proportion i think yeah yeah the animals natural world i was thinking like when, when i did the deep sea yeah that was both of those things right so and and lots of these are, are purposefully interdisciplinary there's a lot to cover in that category i think it was all around yeah. excellent year oh yeah. fantastic and now into the q a <gasps> thank you for doing that Ella. Uh, yeah no worries tom yes what, uh, can you play the the most recent one i've just sent you <laughs> welcome to the q Sorry. Oh, that was so wonderful. I'm sorry. I don't know you had that skill. I that don't have that skill. I didn't well, help you with that. <laughs> my my housemate Yolo and I made that together. Should've we known. sat on his computer Should've with known. his little like synth thing <gasps> and played around and recorded vocals and just had fun. <laughs> That's that was incredible. <laughs> You just want to get on the album, Ella. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, you're just chasing. <laughs> you want writing credits. I want to be on the best of everything part two, I think. Yeah. I feel like this is a really good New Year's resolution is to try and all get on the album in some way or another. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> we So for, I, I think I posted in the Discord. I didn't mention on the pod, but people have been asking for all the songs that we put on the show and so someone suggested the title of now that's what i call everything uh <laughs> so that's that's now on our youtube uh so you can find that there and also the files so i guess i'll have to add this one yeah oh, no. it's also very cute though that was great that was, <laughs> wow and now we can use that every year <gasps> yay <laughs> oh fantastic Okay, we've got a lot of questions to get through. Oh, yes. Let's go. So the first question is from Den, and it said, 
Here's an icebreaker question, which is why I put it first. Thank you. Oh. An icebreaker question they had to answer in work in front of everybody, apparently. Oh, oh these kinds. If you use Spotify, who was your top rapped <laughs> artist? Here we go. We can also do songs. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually an okay um, That's icebreaker a reasonably question. Good I was worried it was going to be something miserable. If you could be an animal, what animal would you be? And it's like... Don't make me decide, God, I hate, please. I hate some of those please. so much. I'm trying to think. I mean, oh, the worst is tooth truths and a lie. Yeah, I hate, oh, I hate that. Oh, gross. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what, who was your top artist or maybe your top three? My uh... top artists were AJR, once again. Okay, I remember I that. Mother Mother. Oh, I love and... Mother Mother. Good. Yeah, yeah. Great. And I had Lizzie McAlpine as well. I know this oh, name. great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Tom, do you have it up or I'll go? Can you guess mine while I try and find it? Muna. I mean, that's probably it. Um... <laughs> I will say my second top song was Runners High by Muna. Oh, really? Oh. My, yeah, top art. You could probably guess all three. Um, <laughs> top is Muna. Second is Sufjan Stevens. Third is Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh, oh, who could have seen that coming? I'm so glad Carly Rae Jepsen's in there. Four is Chapel Roan, who I've been really big into this year. Um, and it's, it's amazing. Nice. Five is this indie artist named Taylor Swift, which is pretty, <laughs> pretty she did okay this, this year. This is the year of Taylor Swift for me. Ours are all different. Yeah. Muna is the, um, the first overlap we've had because my top artists are Sylvan Esso. Oh, Sylvan Esso is great. Beyonce. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Fleetwood Mac, Caroline nice. Polachek. Oh, Caroline, Caroline <gasps> Polachek is also very great. Yeah. I, that is surprising we don't have any overlap, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think it makes sense for us and caroline because caroline is like a little frog person i am a little frog person and that just yeah, dis- my... does that not like describe the type of music if someone likes if you say they're a frog person oh 100 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah my fourth is dodie and my fifth is cave town mm. so like who who saw those coming oh yeah uh, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. D- dodie is very frog people music <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. i think the the intersection between my taste and frog person is um i think Haley hendrix if you've ever seen there, there's a song of theirs that's been on tiktok everywhere that's my rec for you <laughs> well actually well the next question from dex says what's your favorite song right now is this from it's not from dex, dex i think is it, it i don't know it doesn't say but i think it might be from dex dex oh. so if it's you dex oh, cute. of tiktok dex hi. friend fame and friend of pod fame hi, hi. it's very funny because i um dex was one of the first mutuals i made on tiktok in like 2021 yeah and if you guys don't know because of the way my tiktok works i don't ever see my mutuals on my for you page yeah uh, which sucks <laughs> yeah. but it does mean that every so often i'll look back on decks i'll be like how are they doing and they'll be like oh my god they have like a ton of followers yeah and Dex actually comes up pretty regularly on my for you page at the moment which is very enjoyable we love you Dex. wow i hate you tiktok thank you for your question if it is you <laughs> hey, tiktok love you Dex. and if it's if it's a completely different Dex, we also love you love we you also too. say happy yeah. to have you here <laughs> <laughs> um, so, well anyway Dex asks what's your favorite song right now right now right this oh, moment gosh oh right, right now, now right now i'm giving you a... yeah you're losing me by taylor swift nice right now. good choice yeah. Is that, Thank what, you. What, I don't know. Is that a new? Is that off the bonus? Of- uh, it's from the vault. Oh. We can't dwell this long on every question. <laughs> right. And there's going to be more Taylor Swift questions. Sorry. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, oh, God. Mine's Dance Yourself Clean by LCD Sound System. Oh, I, I love that. LCD I love Sound that System. Okay. Um, there's a song. It's a Vocaloid song. Oh, no. It's called, <laughs> I think it's called Ton Demu Wonders. And it's like, 
I, I'm so embarrassed to like it because it, at one point there's like literally like a banana peel cartoon sound effect. It's like the <laughs> but there's also like a ton of jazzy stuff in it that's like really, really hits. This is the most Tom answer to a question that we could have yeah. gotten, quite frankly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sam asks, what are your Roman empires? Because mine is the electric bees from episode one. Oh, yeah. Just love I love that. I have two. Yeah. Well, you know, traditionally it's been fruit fly sperm, but mm -hmm. now it's mm -hmm. kangaroos have two vaginas. <laughs> yes. But actually, because it's, it's around the holiday season, I've all I can think, I keep on constantly thinking about this one meme I saw. Which I which I retweeted, so you might have seen it, but it was it's um holy infant so tender and mild implies the existence of a cursed infant so yes! so chewy and spicy. <laughs> chewy and spicy. <laughs> um, for me right now, it's the fact that Paw Patrol is propaganda, which I've not really <laughs> crossed my mind before, oh. but I've been thinking about it all the time recently. Oh my god, it's child propaganda. Yeah, 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 and like surveillance state style yeah. things and it like ah it affects my brain one thing i've been thinking about recently because i just saw this hour and a half long Lindsay ellis video on it uh and, and i definitely inherit this from my dad but it's the breakup of the beatles oh <gasps> And, and not for the, the reasons that like a lot of people say that like like Yoko broke up the Beatles, but instead the like all the other reasons that that people don't talk enough about, like how each of them wanted to end right, things right. and their producers and stuff like like I'm not I, I want to be crystal clear I'm not like it's because of that fucking <laughs> no it's, <laughs> but like yeah. that's part of why I find it so interesting is like the fact that that myth is so pervasive that Yoko broke up the Beatles it, it's it's just bonkers. But yeah, uh, Lindsay Ellis's video puts it much better. It's what finally made me get Nebula, and it was worth it. I have combined some of the questions where people had asked similar things. Love Thomas and Kay asked a similar question. I'm reading Thomas's version. Of all the animals you've discussed in the podcast, which is your favorite, excluding bees? Okay. Pigeons. Pigeons. Oh, that's a good Straight one. Up. Oh, so I, I, I appreciate that. Because I feel like I made a good case for them. I know you already like them. So much, but... so much of a good case that I then went and got a pigeon tattoo. Of after course, that. yes. So yeah. yeah. Wow, yeah, that, that answers that. Yeah. That really, yeah. I guess mine is also pigeons, but because I I also got a tattoo from the same artist as Caroline. We have Aww. pretty much matching tattoos. It's but very cute. I was gonna say Drosophila fruit flies because they're mm, an unsung mm -hmm. hero of the pod that comes mm -hmm. up quite a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think. Naked mole rats are great. Oh, Thomas yeah. did say that theirs was the favorite was the naked mole rat. Oh, amazing. Or the nice. silver fox. But my first, my first has got to be sloths. Because I think yeah. twice now in my topics, they've come up inadvertently as like the yes. outlier. Yeah. <laughs> as the, yeah. like, I have to mention them because they do a weird thing. Literally, I think it was te body temperature and then the the head turning spines mm. and there's like there's actually like two other facts about them that i haven't gotten to that i'm like do i need to do a whole sloth topic yeah you do need to but you i've do. been i've been like i couldn't fit it into the other episodes <gasps> because i was just like there's just too much here uh they're wild they're so funny yes, I <laughs> love oh, i'm sloths. so excited oh fab tom can you please play making the podcast are these all gonna be making the podcast <laughs> Ella, these are these are so cute. Like they have like such a they've got a so personality much charm. to them. Yeah. yeah, in the main theme, we I even kept the 
for you, <gasps> yeah. Tom. Oh. It's, giving, um, it's giving Bill Wurtzy sort of, but like a lo-fi kind yeah. of. But that's what Yona wants to do is make lo-fi beats to study and relax to. So. <laughs> lo-fi beats to transition between topics. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so our first question in this section, Magyana Gijil. They asked, favorite podcast topic from each of the other hosts? Mine, straight up for Ella, is why is tuberculosis still a thing? Oh, I think nice. that was oh, really? like, yeah, I just, I thought it was such an incredibly well-researched topic. And like, that's like what I aspire to for researching stuff in the oh. future, basically. I think that was such a good one. And then for Tom, it's why do we keep discovering water on Mars is one of my yeah, favorites. I did like that Again, one. so incredibly well-written and I love anything to do with space. So ticks all the boxes. Nice. Tom? I, I, w- I was really happy with that one because it felt... I love when it's like a question that I'm frustrated there isn't a good answer to. Yeah, yeah. Because you can't, you can't Google that and say so it takes a, but it takes a while. But um, for me, for Caroline, it's either de-extincting the dodo because again, it's such a yeah, I'm such a so journey, so well researched. So, Absolutely. So, so the depth and breadth of that is so fun. Uh, and also just like relearned a lot of stuff that I assumed, mm-hmm. which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, but I. Th- think my favorite might be loneliest animal just oh, because yeah. it's it's very tom coded <laughs> that kind yeah. of a question <laughs> yeah i love a, a silly framing of a question that you end up learning actual stuff in, yeah. in sort of yeah. like a dumb question like that that's my one of my favorite ella uh, i'm gonna get this out of the way i'm not gonna say this is the actual one because it's cheating because we all love it but i eurovision was this year yeah um, yeah was that the very say, start you, you can say that it was a great topic it was a great i mean man topic. The, when i think about the playlist you curated <gasps> yeah oh i don't know if you saw someone in the discord to a week or two ago was like as a metalhead i'm so glad you guys included yeah this i saw one. that and i'm like holy it's just like you really that was like a universal everyone loves hard rock hallelujah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, and also the fact that you were able to fully convert me over the course of a topic was amazing. Yeah, yeah. that is nice. But then also mitochondrial Eve really, that oh, was just like, I have yeah. no idea what this is. And I feel like I've learned a, oh, a, an I'm entirely glad. new thing. Abyssal Pelagic Zone was also great. Mm, thank mm-hmm. you. I've only chosen one for each of you. Because I, I, but there were many options. Obviously, Tom. Oh yeah, telephone music. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I really like the story. I like the bits. I love the bits yeah. in that. I thought they were really funny. <laughs> they really worked. Caroline, my favorite one was "Don't De-Extinct the Dodo" because, yeah, like yeah. Tom yeah. said, it was really well researched. I really like topics where that get me really angry and like make me oh, think a lot. Yes, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you, do, to be fair, you do that a lot with your topics generally, but this one was I like, like especially get real riled, riled yeah. up. Yeah, it's so, that, that's so funny. God, that's so funny. <laughs> Curio asked, "What's a topic you'd like to see covered but don't want to do it yourself?" <laughs> such a good question it's a, that's a great question and mine yeah. comes straight off the i know it immediately it's like oh, oh really? well it's a bunch of things it's like black holes how time works <gasps> oh, around black holes yeah uh, how faster than light travel changes time perception anything about how time works and i want tom to do that and i don't want to do it i don't want to do it and i want to know <laughs> this, i actually cool. similar okay. vein is like theories of how the universe began and superseded theories of oh, how the universe shit. began ah. and we've yeah, covered it in a few different ways great. but i no, again yeah. i want tom to cover that tom's writing <laughs> down the topics right now yeah. <laughs> i am writing this down yeah these are great i love this 
Um, one that I have been thought about doing, but I was like, Ella will just have a personal experience with it. Has been microscopes. I know I've suggested that. Oh, you know, it yeah, might it yeah. might not actually have the, it's the in legs, my, but I think it's in my list. Okay, I just haven't. Ah. Because Tom suggested this to be in the questions for Ella channel ages ago. And I was like, that's a really good. Which I'm not allowed in, but I just yeah. went in quickly and then that. said it and yeah. then laughed. Everyone was so mad at you for getting in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wouldn't know because I don't read the channel, Ella. <laughs> more extinct animals from Caroline. I would like some of that. I can I think do more your perspective animals. when we cover some of those stuff is is great. I think I think I think it's good that we don't do it every single week, but I think it's, Actually, it's about yeah. time. It's coming you, up, coming up you, on it. If you let me, I'll just talk about extinct animals forever. So, but it has been a while now, so maybe I'll have to. It's been a hot second. Um. Yeah. Fun, please. Oh, right. Fun. Um. Oh. <laughs> you can hear Yono in the baseline <sighs> there. Oh. <laughs> Amazing. It's very I love calling one word, one note a baseline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I couldn't do it, so. Well, that means he's on the record. Oh, yeah. He's getting credit. Yeah. Job and Tosmervo ask, have you guys even met? <laughs> <laughs> I love that phrasing of it. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you that Caroline and I have met in person. We have met a few times now, haven't we? Yeah. There's a picture, right? There there's is a, a picture. There's one whole picture. Uh-huh. There's proof. <laughs> one JPEG. And then <laughs> weirdly, some people to that picture, some people said, Oh, I thought Caroline was the other one. Like the voices they had the other way oh, around in their head. Oh. That's really oh. interesting. Interesting. I also just every time we talk about stuff like that, it just takes me to like how far we've come from when we were like TikTok people. And like you can see our voices and our faces combined of just like so much of our audience now has no it's clue not, that we yeah, that's so used true. to wow, do yeah. those sorts of things, yeah, you know? That is true. Although a lot of them are from lateral, so maybe they yes, will be yeah. more Yeah, I, I finally ran into someone. It was at, an, uh, if there's any place we will be recognized, if there, <laughs> any, any place where our audience is just a smaller circle within a bigger circle of audience, it was at Hank's stand-up thing. Oh, um, yeah. And someone was like, oh, from the, you're uh, from the podcast. And I was like, <gasps> from the oh podcast. Oh, I want to get recognized for the podcast. You just need to, next time you're meeting your friends, just greet them by saying, hello and welcome. Yeah. And then people will be like, oh, wait, why does that sound familiar? So I'm going on a date tomorrow and the guy I'm going on a date with um, has seen the your video, Tom, about the hex codes. Oh, no. No, Which that has thing you, haunt Is that you. the one that has you in front? Yeah, it has me at the start. <laughs> and they were like, va-va-voom. <laughs> Who's this? <laughs> I need to get more than five seconds of this lady. <laughs> Oh, Tom and I are meeting in March, though. So yes. that will happen. Oh, and then yeah, we just yeah. have to get Caroline mm -hmm. and Tom and then maybe all three of us at some point. I'll be in America in 2025. So maybe we can set something up then. <laughs> yeah, we'll do each each permutation and then all together. Yeah. Kino asked, what is your favorite mythological character, beast, folkloric creature or cryptid? Mm. Ooh. Mine is Mothman. Oh, yeah, Mothman's yeah. pretty good. Just because yeah. I like moths, there's really nothing else to it than that. I really like moths. 
I feel like Mothman's a good character. I feel like there's a, a big range of depictions, yeah. uh, which is very fun. Absolutely. There's like cozy Mothman. I'm still a big fan of Nessie. I love the Loch Ness Monster so much, Aww. as evidenced by previous topics yes. on Loch Ness Monster. So, yeah. Honestly, yeah, the thing that, that really sold me on Nessie was that story of the, the guy who used the powers of God to defeat Nessie. Yeah. That really yeah, sold. For some reason, I was like, oh, that's... <laughs> That was such a gem to find that whilst researching that topic. It was so, like, when I read that as well. It's just a, like, oh, we Amazing. got some of that yeah. old stuff. I, I'm i surprised I didn't mention it on the cryptid episode, but I think the, the Jersey Devil, I obviously have some uh, affinity for yeah. as a Jersey yeah. boy, but I also like specifically because there is not a good universal depiction of it, which I find very ah, fun. So nice. there's, like, fun. some, like, very silly, and then there are some that it's, like eldritch horror -y. yeah um, I, I just i just realized actually one of my favorites is the krampus <gasps> which is the Ooh, the, the devil yeah. that Good like choice. leaves sticks in you your stocking at christmas then murders yeah. you <laughs> How that's, is that's that a lore? i don't know the lore of krampus. it's so good i don't know what it looks like either i think it's just, that's another one that it doesn't really have a uniform yeah. kind of depiction alice and kalemma asked and i suppose this is for caroline and i mostly Opinions on this year's Eurovision. I watched it. Did you? I watched it this year, yeah. Oh, amazing. Uh, I have a friend of mine who who is loves it, loves it. Okay. And so I watched we watched all of it. I didn't realize. Oh, yeah. as in like the, the one that's just happened or the one that's coming up? 2023's Eurovision. 2023. Because obviously our 2024 entry has been released now. Oh, has which it? Which is, yeah. yes, fine. I'm excited. That's also, I mean, 2023 Britain one was fine. Yeah, it was a I'm glad Rina Sawayama trolled everyone. I, I know that was I funny, was so yeah. disappointed that it wasn't Rina <laughs> so Sawayama. Funny. That will say that's my opinion on 2024 Eurovision is why not Rina Sawayama? Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, no, freaking Cha 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 was my number two yes! song of Spotify Wrapped this year. Yeah. Me and my friends were obsessed with Cha Cha Cha. Oh, that's great. Lorene is good is great and i really liked her previous song she won with back in like 2017 yeah i thought this one was like quite subpar not that interesting mm. and yeah. i was like i think she's yeah. just won because people like her not because the the song is actually that I, good I completely yeah. agree yeah i'm good that cha-cha-cha didn't win actually there was a great tweet like um Europeans now have a taste of what the american electoral college is like <laughs> um <laughs> What's it called? I, I also really liked, um, just for the silliness of it, the Who the Hell is Edgar? <gasps> oh, I, yeah. That was po, robbed. Po, that po, deserved po, po, so much po, better po, than po, it got. Po, po, po. Yeah, that was great. Edgar, Alan, Edgar, Alan. You know the the number they say? Yeah, the Spotify. Say like yeah, everyone knows oh, that. Everyone yes. knows. Okay. Tom. Go on, so do the, to say the fact. For people who didn't watch Eurovision, at one point in the song, they keep repeating the number uh 0.003 yeah and i first i was really confused by that uh they were the first song also to go yeah uh, and that's mm. the royalties that you get or it's like the the dollar amount you get per play on spotify and i was like fuck hell yeah yeah, yeah. let's go another fun eurovision fact while we're here the person <gasps> who performs in second second on in the finals has never won Eurovision. Oh. oh. Something Graham Norton says every year when the second person is about to come off. It's like, because I, this is I believe that Graham Norton says that every year and I also believe that I never take that piece of information <laughs> in, ever. <laughs> the cast number two spot. Yeah. Okay. Can you play Science Communication, please? Ooh. 
This bit is about science communication. <laughs> <laughs> they're not. They're not all going to be bangers. Well, I was going to say one of these is just going to be like fully orchestrated. The the quality just changes. That was the opening theme. They don't get better after that. <laughs> I'm looking at the file sizes and they do decrease. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is from Matan, Jess G and Jacob Mill. How do you get into science communication if you don't have previous experience? Oh, gosh, that's such a good question. And I feel like from personal experience, it was literally just doing it. Online. I was about to say, yeah. just yeah. do it. Like set up a little, it doesn't even matter how successful you are online. If you can just demonstrate to yeah. people that you have experience of doing it in some capacity, then that will help you with whatever you go on to do. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think definitely like having a body of work to show is like great, but like, even if that never sees the light of day, yeah, the practice of it is invaluable. Like when I did the... Veritasium script earlier this year. I don't know if they knew about the podcast, but that podcast work helped in terms of just mm, like how to phrase yeah. a science topic and how to chunk it yeah, and when, what yeah. to cut is like invaluable. Just like going off on that of like, especially at the moment where like so much yeah. science communication is happening online, even if you aren't yeah. sharing YouTube videos with the public, just having something that you can put down and say, I've got experience of editing videos, of editing a podcast, of making yeah, yeah, TikToks, totally. being able to communicate complex scientific like concepts in a way that's yeah. accessible is a real skill. And if you can demonstrate that in any way at all, even if it doesn't see the light of day, like that's so useful. Also, science communication isn't necessarily just uh, making online content either. You know, yeah. if you, that's yeah. what I was going to say. Yeah. I worked in public engagement for a year. And so, you know, I was going into schools mm, and doing events mm -hmm. yeah. and that kind of thing and going to like fairs. And yes, you know, if you're yeah. at school, uh, you know, if you're at university or or high school, then you can go to events, like put on events, yeah, um, for like very very little money. Or like here in the UK, like you can get involved in Pint of Science is oh, a really good yeah. one as well. They're always looking for volunteers to help with running. Literally, like they go into pubs and do talks and stuff. They're really really good. Mm. People always want. There will be science communication things in your area that they and they will always want volunteers. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. They do online media specifically. Yeah. They'll probably be fine with you like helping them make that because a lot of them will be you know not experienced in that and so if you have ideas that's great yeah. i think it's just about getting as much experience as you can until you realize what you want to do yeah and then concentrating absolutely. on that more yeah yeah i think there definitely is a range there's a spectrum from the like going viral on tiktok to the like studying it having like a master's in science communication or something yeah. like that yeah and i think it's it, it also totally depends on what kind of person you are what works best mm -hmm. for you yeah and just what the where the dice land it's also worth saying that although we i do think we're all good at what we do there is a lot of luck involved yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. you know where, where the cards fall right you know there's luck involved in the fact that we all talked to each other and met and decided to make this podcast but really it was about you know putting yourself out there you just yeah. kind of have to do it to get anywhere also you know we're uh, and we've said it before, but like none of us do this podcast specifically full time. Yeah. So our, I mean, I guess Ella, you can be considered a full time science communicator. I'm a full time science communicator, I guess. Caroline, 
I'm like, I was when I was at the Science Museum, but now that I'm at the RSPB, but it's still communication. It's just communicating about something different at the moment. Sure, so it's transferable sure. skills at least. <laughs> and doing all of this stuff, doing the podcast, doing my TikToks, doing the stuff I did before in research is what helped me get the job I currently yeah. have. Yes. And, and yeah. that actually brings us on to our next question from Valerie. For all three of you, if you didn't become science educators online, what do you think you would be doing right now? And I will Ooh. answer that straight away. We are not all <laughs> science educators online. Actually, no. none of us are. We, no. we love this podcast, but we still need jobs yes. outside of Absolutely. the podcast to survive. Yeah. Yeah. So I work yeah. for the BBC. Um, and I would probably still have tried to do that. Yeah, 100%. I work at the RSPB. <laughs> That's that cheating, was you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, um, no, no, no. Or maybe being like an art teacher or something like yeah. that. Yeah, there you go, Tom. Fuck you. <laughs> or I would have been an academic researcher because I yeah. I was doing research. So, mm -hmm. and I decided to, you know, pivot into science communication. But if I hadn't, then I probably would have stayed and yeah. researched. Yeah, very much. Very similar for me of like, I did a master's in like conservation. I would be doing more hands-on conservation work yeah. probably if I hadn't gone down the communication route I probably wouldn't be a community engagement officer now. I would be still mm. doing more of yeah. the hands-on practical work that I was trained to do. Yeah. Uh, pole vaulting. Yes. <laughs> of course, Tom. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ellie was so shocked. That th like, that was an allergic reaction <laughs> that was to the, what yeah, you yeah, just said. The same said. surprise yeah. as you, like, look into the sun to, Sorry. to get a sneeze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, you know, I, I think I think if I wasn't doing this, I would love to do teaching of some kind, maybe computer science. Yeah. Um, but also, I mean, I think journalism is so cool and admirable. Uh, I, I like to think maybe I would have given that a shot in another world. Oh, oh. yeah. Nice. No, I'd be an influencer. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that took me so long. Yeah. <laughs> God, I'm starving. Don't worry, Tom said he'd be here with his new wild grain box for us to try. Oh, amazing. We should have something ready in under 25 minutes then. Did you know that wild grain is the first ever bake from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries? I did, man. Advert small talk is so easy to make. Hey guys, oh, sorry I'm late. I, I have the wild grain box. Oh, it's oh, time Tom, yay. Oh, <laughs> Was that, was that good enough? <laughs> yeah, do you want to read that? Read what it says there? <laughs> it actually says in the script, pretend to be excited to see Tom for once in your goddamn lives. I think that might be too much for me to handle, but I am excited about the wild grain box. <laughs> <laughs> Let's crack that bad boy open. Well, before I do, I have some exciting news. I learned you can now customize your wild grain box to your perfect ratio of breads, pastas, and sweets. Ooh. Oh, so let me guess. This box is full of bread. I love having a rotating cast of different sourdoughs to try throughout a month. And because they stay in the freezer, I don't have to worry about them going bad in a week. Yeah, that that's cool. That oh, you know what? I bet have. he got one loaf of bread and then a bunch of different handmade pastas for us to try. So while the loaf is baking, we can start cooking some fettuccine. Yeah, that would be... Oh, God, Tom, it's just full of sweets, isn't it? Plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissants in every box. When you go awesome. to wildgrain.com slash let's learn to start your subscription, you heard me, free croissants awesome. in every box. And 
I thought I heard something. What was that? Nothing. Free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash let's learn. That's wildgrain.com slash let's learn. Or you can use promo code let's learn at checkout. I'm hungry, so that's fine. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> Yay! The following are real reenactments of pretend emergency calls. 911. My husband! It's my husband! Calm down, please. What about your husband? He, he loads the dishwasher wrong. Please help. Please help me. Where are you now, ma'am? At the kitchen table. I was with my dad. He mispronounced his words intentionally. There are plenty of podcasts on the hunt for justice, but only one podcast has the courage to take on the silly crimes. Judge John Hodgman, the only true crime podcast that won't leave you feeling sad and bad and scared for once. Only on MaximumFun.org. Okay, fun again. Ooh, back to fun. We're, we're, I've set, separated this into fun and not fun, basically. <laughs> fun! Yeah. Karina asked, what is each of your perpetual stews? i.e. a bit or experiment that you really committed to, perhaps at the risk of skirting the law. That is... (laughs) I love that last... That is such a good... I love... Also, Annie would be delighted to know that just like there's the phrase Roman Empire, perpetual stew as a thing is is really... I love that concept. I I don't know if I have a good one. I don't know. Being gay in the UK. (laughs) uh, Perpetual stew. (laughs) I had one idea for a podcast that was just ad reads um, where it's like, listen, maybe not everyone's going to listen to it, but if they do, they're going to, they're going to hear a lot. And then maybe that's like a (laughs) a scheme. Maybe there's some artistry to it. I don't know. Interesting. I can't say I support that one. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Ella? Um, Sometimes when I go to the hairdresser or into shops, I Uh do an Australian accent. And I pretend the whole time that I'm Australian. That's, I mean, I could, I've, like, that's a joke that is a thing that I could never imagine committing to that bit myself. It's you hard know? in hairdressers. That, that's quite hard. But in a shop, oh, it's yeah. fine. And then what happens when you break? Do you have, like, an, emer- an emergency fallback plan where you're like, wait, oh, sorry, I'm not Australian. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the idea of, like, you're chatting to a cashier or something like that in, like, a really great American accent or something, and then right at the end, just going back into the British one and walking away. So then, like, the person you've spoken to knows that you've put on an accent. Yeah, what I want to do is gaslight them. Or do they think you're an American who at the end wanted to be quirky? <laughs> oh, which is worse. Oh, it's the mystery that. of it all. Oh. <laughs> I also... I have some friends from high school and they just recently sent me a message. They send a Christmas card every year since high school. They've been doing it where they will just take a group picture of them. Like one year they did it like at a hibachi restaurant for some reason. And it was like, (laughs) happy holidays. Percentage asks, what's your favorite card game? I thought Tom would like this one, Mm. possibly. (laughs) I did have some friends who finally taught me how to play Magic the Gathering. Oh, yes. And I'm trying very hard not to. It hasn't. It hasn't tipped yet. Yeah. Last time we talked off air, Tom was talking about the Magic the Gathering. And I'm just waiting for like the penny to drop and for him to join the Zoom call one day and just be like, I've lost all of my money. It's all gone. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's my answer to what I would be if I was not. um, As I was communicating, I would have lost all my money to some card collectible game. Do you have anyone, Caroline Ella? 
love letter it's called i've not What's heard that? that you have to like deliver a love letter to a princess using the cards they're like people on the cards that do different tasks oh, and, you, and you have okay. to try and like use them to deliver a letter and stop your opponents from getting there first by like using different oh, kind of cute. skills oh, against have, each other have caroline specifically have you played wingspan no i haven't should i i've got wingspan you would love it it's it's like a bird game and all the birds are real birds and they each each card has like a little has a fun fact on the bottom of it oh oh the art it's also a fun game so pretty as well yeah yeah and it's 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 a little complicated but it's very approachable all things considered and it's non-competitive which is also fun or it's like you can't fuck each other over You, you compete but you don't like there's no card to betray anyone so yeah that one's good I love games where you compete but don't you can't harm each other. That's my only yes. type of board game I will play. We yeah. talked about this recently. I think just the three of us not recording it, maybe. Yeah, or a special podcast for just us. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I call conversations. <laughs> I'm just talking about how competitive Ella is mm. uh, and, and why Ella can't play board games <laughs> because of it. <laughs> yeah. Jeeves says, hey, y'all. Oh, Thanks for another brilliant year of Ella Lee. Thank you, Jeeves. Ah, My question for each of you is what have been some of your standout pieces of media that you have experienced for the first time this year? TV, films, books, mm. music, games. We've done music. We've done think. music, yeah. Is they said it doesn't have to be your absolute favourite, just anything that you really enjoyed. Uh, Should we go through each one? Oh, sure. TV. Yeah. I have been watching Parks and Recreation for the first time ever yeah. this year. And oh my God. it's not like my favourite, but I've been enjoying it quite a lot so that's been lovely also i really liked good omens this year i talk about it all the time i've heard it was very good yeah tv is going to be the biggest category actually i'm I'm thinking for me or for for in general because that's the the one that's been consumed most but um this is the year i got fully into like moved to tears mm-hmm. by taskmaster <laughs> oh, oh incredible for those who don't know it's this british game show where comedians try to complete these uh, really, really clever tasks, and it's so funny and clever, but also somehow so much more than just the sum of its parts. La- the year before, I had watched one or two where I was like, "Oh, I know the person." Like, "Oh, this is the James Acaster season." Ha ha ha. Okay, yeah. And this yeah. is the first year I I started the season. I was like, "I don't know who any of these people are." And then by the tenth episode, I'm like, "Oh my god, the bond <laughs> they've created together, and they're joking, but it's I sweet." Love and then- that. Love uh-huh. Taskmaster. I love the way yeah. they put the ca- I love the way they put the cast together on Taskmaster. Yeah. It's, it's so amazing. Clever. It's it's so yeah. good from a from a production standpoint. Also, I'm just like, it's just so clever, the like... It's wonderful. To to think about all the thought that goes into it. My favorite, Series 15 with Mae Martin, hands down my favorite. Series 14, also super, super good with Fern Brady. My favorite season is the one with Mike Wozniak and Charlotte Ritchie. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, I'll add that that. to the list. That's the other great thing. (laughs) It's all fucking free on YouTube. Oh, it's the best. Um, In America, it is. We have to... to, uh, watch it uh, on the yeah. tv here let's go that's what we fought for baby <laughs> uh for anime very quickly i'll say uh skip and loafer is one of the easiest recommendations i can make uh even if you're not big into anime it's just so sweet and it fills my heart every time and then Freerin blew me away uh it's also very heartwarming but it's about magic and the passage of time uh and it has one of the best first episodes of an anime i've ever seen Ella, what about you? What, what TV? The Curse. 
<sighs> which we've already had a conversation about off air. Yeah, which is yeah. has been described as anxiety horror. Yeah, it really and it, is. And it truly yes. is. I won't talk about it any more than I already have with you guys. But I would, if you can deal with like feeling uncomfortable in your own skin for for an hour, for a week. <laughs> I mean, it really and, is like R-rated Nathan Fielder. Yeah, in every sense of that. <laughs> I have actively decided not to watch it. I saw one and I was like, I don't know if this is for me. I love it so much. Also, it was the final season of Succession, which was oh shit, it was the best thing I've ever seen. I'll say I wasn't I wasn't huge into Succession, uh, but there was one week where I was sick, and so all I did was play Tears of the Kingdom while I put Succession on in the background. Interesting choice. Yeah, that's a combo. And now they're they're, they're inextricably tied. Anytime I see a Succession (laughs) clip or see a Zelda clip, I think about the other. (laughs) Um, And I I thought I wasn't big into it, but man, that last like three or four episodes are Mm. unbelievable. They're some of the best TV I've ever seen. Actually, so speaking of Tears of the Kingdom, what was your favorite game? It's boring answers for me. It's Tears of the Kingdom and Baldur's Gate, baby. I know it's so obvious, yeah. but they're so good. I see that for both of you. Yeah. I wrote Tears of the Kingdom and I was like, it's true that I think that game is like a 9.9 out of 10. But then Baldur's Gate came along yeah. and I didn't wow. think anything could like sweep that just like That's completely. That's true. This year really was going to be the Tears of the Kingdom year. It was going to be the Tears of the Kingdom year. It's the Baldur's Gate year. Baldur's Gate is like one of the best games I've ever played. I could. It's so replayable as well. There's so much great in with it. Friends, it's great so alone. well, yeah. yeah. It's so well thought out. Oh, what a gorgeous! I'm game. agreeing, even though I've not played it, just because of how much <laughs> amazing stuff I've heard about it from YouTube and online. I have to confess, though, I've not played a single new game this year. Oh, and I well, don't know how I managed it. I've played what, what a lot playing? of like. I've been playing Minecraft and Stardew Valley, and just Hell having yeah. my nice little cozy nice. time with it. Yeah. <laughs> My little frog person time, you know? (laughs) Favorite book. We all read. Under the Whispering Door by TJ Clune. Oh. Is my favorite fiction book. I I read. Caroline can read. (laughs) (laughs) I I do not. I've read a lot of manga. That's it. My favorite nonfiction was Life Isn't Binary. Wow. I'm glad we have a reader on the podcast. That Hi, makes me feel I, good. I read like sparsely, but I will finish mm. a book every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> I have so many books that I've gotten like halfway through or three quarters way through and then just put them down and not pick them up again. But my favorite one of those, which I do intend on finishing, is something called House of Leaves. Oh, Ooh. shit. I've heard of that. Which is a horror book. Of course it is. Yeah. Yeah. And with that one, you can't tell if you're halfway through or if you're not. In well, yeah. So the, so the point, of, you really have to read it as a physical copy because it's pr- misprinted, like deliberately, ah. which is one of the reasons why it's taking me so long to read. It's hard to read, not because it's not interesting, yeah. but because it's deliberately misleading. <laughs> oh. There's like the main story. And then there's annotations by several different people and they, they will go on for pages sometimes. And then, so you'll get back to the main story and you'll be like, what is happening here? Yeah. Then there's pages ah. with just a single word on where the words are like up the side because it's supposed to have been someone who stuck all the pages together. So it's yeah, very like, it's really that's good. And, and the actual tale within it is really interesting and go scary. It's, it's about a house yeah. that is... Uh, Made of leaves. It's, a, it's about a house that is bigger on the inside but in a way that you can't like it's not 
immediately so cool. obvious how that's scary. Ah. There's someone gets this guy gets obsessed with the fact that there's an extra like inch in one place. Oh. And then that oh, starts to kind so of expand. Good. <gasps> that stuff also rules because it, it works so well in text where it's like the fact that you have to imagine it yourself kind of makes it yeah. scarier because you can't. You, well, the, the thing on top, on top of that is that it's a, someone's retell. The person who wrote the book is retelling a video that they watched. <laughs> this is so. <laughs> oh my goodness! I have a copy. Wow. I just haven't. It's it's tough. <gasps> oh no! I'm such a like cozy reader. Oh, it's not cozy reading. <laughs> no, it's the opposite. The exact opposite to the types of books I usually. It's a read. horror story, yeah. also, right? If it wasn't it's clear, a, it's yeah. a horror and it's a slog, but like in a good way. Um, <laughs> do you, you, do you, you don't have one then, Tom. I'll. I know it's cheating to say a manga, but uh, DRCL no, was a manga adaptation of dracula which i did read oh, oh i i you you talked fun. about this before yeah, you've talked about this before. offline i've recommended it to you yeah yeah it's having read dracula and then i watched um voyage of the demeter which i thought was horrible to then wa- read this adaptation I, I was like the first 10 pages i was literally like hell yeah hell yeah like it's <laughs> such a fun cool like yeah it's, it, it, i i thought that was really cool final film this one's really easy for me. It's Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Oh, ah. yeah. I've not seen it yet. Wonderful. Wonderful. <gasps> beautiful. I saw it twice. It was so good. One-upped the last one somehow. Uh, wow. Okay. Need to watch it. It's on my list of things that I need to watch. So, yeah. I, I, have a, yeah. I have a huge movie list backlog I haven't seen a ton of. But, I'm, I again, this is the the tears of the kingdom of the year but like i i had the most fun during barbie i think me too uh, i was, was gonna say so barbie fun. it's so much fun when i saw it in theaters it was just just such a such a joy to yeah. see with a crowd it's fun it's not a, it's not an okay film it's like it's fun it's not like a again i i consume all media in the same way of does it make me feel fuzzy and warm at the end of it yes perfect i love it <laughs> i think i'm like i have like a hypercritical eye over films so like sure, if sure. I, I was like left a bit wanting for me it's just having no expectations and then the theater yeah. enjoying it i was like that was yeah a, that's, that's a, yeah, it's and the energy around it was so much fun to participate in yeah oh the thing i saw the thing for the first time which was great great old movie we i watched with a friend and we were like oh we'll watch it just like because it's like now i know what that was about but it was just good it was just a movie. Mm. Actually, I can say the same about <laughs> the Grand Budapest Hotel as well. Wes Anderson's Okay, it's not that. Movie. That's not that old. Fuck you. Yeah, that's not <laughs> I know old it's not film. that old, but like it's a film that didn't come out this year. And I that's my favorite. It. Wes Anderson is, is Grand yeah. Budapest. Yeah, I did watch The Evil Dead and oh. Evil Dead 2 and Evil Dead Army of Darkness for the first time this year. You were year, raving they, to us about uh, that at one point. So mm-hmm. ridiculous and wonderful. Like that was a big one for me. Uh, what I was going to say is we're recording this in 2023, but by the time yes. this comes out, I will have seen The Boy and the Heron, the new oh, Studio yeah. Ghibli film. Yes. I'm anticipating oh, I'm that so to be quite high up there. I'm so excited to see that. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard. This next section is science, please. Science. 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 That was good. I, oh, I don't know what you're talking about, Ellen. That was great. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Carlton asks, what are the scientific concepts that you understand and you find that curious people want to understand the most? So they give an example that they're an electrical engineer and people often ask them, what are volts and amps? 
And what's the deal with solar power plants as well? It's another one. This is a great question. I used to mm. get this sort of stuff all the time because obviously working as like ah. doing public engagement at the Science Museum in London, which I was doing up until about six months ago, was like my whole job was answering these kinds of questions from people. So like, what is electricity? What is lightning? Ah. I used to get to activate a Tesla coil as part of my job. So yeah, like that would be a lot true. of the questions. There was some slides that we used to call the friction slides and they had like different materials <laughs> that you could go down. So talking about like, what is friction? Why is it? useful stuff ah, like the that. sandpaper slide my favorite yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> one of them one of them is really hot and sticky and you go down it completely naked yeah what's the best order for grease honey sandpaper what's your preferred viewing for those three what's the best <laughs> oh no one of the slides used to be like a bowling alley like material oh, that's actually and they used to, cool. that's, they that's used to cool. re-varnish yeah. it so adults wouldn't be allowed to go on the slide because they would go too fast and end up like in the wall oh my god like that have you seen the video the police officer of one person coming down the, the police officer going down yeah. the slide and everyone's yeah. trying to figure <laughs> out yeah. what was wrong i once stood onto a bowling alley like accidentally went over the line <gasps> and i like lost i was like i couldn't i kept on going down it's i was like what's yeah. happening <laughs> I would pay good money to see that happen. <laughs> what I think is interesting about this question is I think I think Caroline, you're in a unique position where people ask you like a ton of questions. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess maybe it's just the way nature of my sciences, but like I, this is a hard it's almost easier for me to ask a question of you guys of like what I think is I want to know about your stuff. So like but for both of you one of my favorite things that I, I want to learn about that I think you guys find boring is like methodology shit. Like oh, in the, the bonus episode, the drunk episode, when you were talking about your thesis, Caroline, when you were talking about yeah. like the procedure of like how you're like tracking footprints and stuff like that. I'm like, yes, I love yeah. that stuff. Uh -huh, like like uh -huh. anything of like how the, the science is actually done. I think yeah, it's so that scientific method. Yeah, that's actually such a good point. Yeah, I didn't uh -huh. think of that, but you're you're right that people actually, when you, especially when I was doing public engagement or during my PhD or my job, people that's people were really interested in wanting yeah. to know exactly how the science is done, um, even like the minute details, like yeah. pipette shit, yeah, pipette how drama. Does yeah, does a pipette work? I was gonna mm -hmm. say stem cells. Um, just because it's yeah. something that yeah. we find is like in the media all the time, like stem cells cures for things or like, yeah. but like a lot of people just don't really know what that is, what it means. Like what does yeah. it actually mean to be a stem cell? How do cells become other cells? And, and I think yeah, actually yeah. that comes back to methodology a bit as well, because like, where yeah. do you get them from? How do you get them? How do you use them? How do you yes, change them? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. So interesting. Yeah. I think it's so funny because some of those are my favorite kinds of questions is like the question that you're asking can be answered by a different question. Like when people are like, what are stem cells? Sometimes the best way to explain that is like, this is how we get them. Yeah. Or like where they come from. It's like, that's yeah. not what you're asking, but like that fills up the picture. But to yeah. your point, Ella, I mean, for computer stuff, it's obviously, it's all the stuff that's, it's all AI stuff. It's all blockchain stuff. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. And then the other thing with, <laughs> with the other side, with cognitive science, the other thing is like, when people ask a question, it's like, oh, how's consciousness work? The, my answer is always like, yeah, <laughs> us too. <laughs> we still want to figure that out too. So. Yeah, yeah, that's a fun, funny thing about your stuff though, Tom, is like a lot yeah. of the questions where people are really interested, it's like, we don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the one thing that I, I, and I've gotten the chance to with the podcast, which is so great, is like, for me, my favorite one that I got to 
ask my own self is sea level mm, like mm -hmm. finally getting to like figure out like the fact that it changes like what the fuck we mean when we say like what sea level yeah. is so sabrina message messaged after and was like i finally understand like i <laughs> get what that yeah. is um so getting the chance to do that is is is, is always fun i think yeah. yeah when we investigate it when we don't know we we will answer it fully you know what i mean yeah and yeah like that's what's good about the podcast is like if any of us gets too much into our own field one of us will ask a question to clarify that yeah so, i always yeah. find with my field because like that's it's like conservation work is a lot of people assume they already know quite a lot about it just based on like oh. what's talked about in the news and things like that yeah. Oh, yeah. So if i talk about what i like what my master's is about or what i'm like doing at the moment i get a lot of people who sort of almost want to tell me what they know and it's not always correct wow. and then having to get to have a conversation about it is really really fun um especially around like how like climate change might impact animals or like why yeah. like animals going extinct is actually a problem a lot of people mm. have a lot of like knowledge in their head already and they're just really yeah. excited to go i know this thing or they have a lot of incorrect stuff in their heads right. sometimes and they're like That's yeah, so interesting imagine trying to tell me or almost like i don't want to like kind of like you didn't mansplain say mansplain. it to yep. me yeah yeah and then getting to have that conversation afterwards of like ah maybe that's not quite right but we can have a chat about it now yeah. so that's always really nice is to be able to have those conversations with people very diplomatic of you very kind yeah i was gonna say you, you turn that into a positive yeah, well, yeah like this was again back at the science museum this was stuff we had yeah. all the time of people like coming in and questioning like science that we know I'm trying to think oh, of a man. specific example, but yeah, like it would be Friction really isn't hard. Real. <laughs> <laughs> there would be times though where you're like, like getting frustrated, especially yeah, not necessarily the God. people are coming up to you and saying stuff, but that people are like adults are telling their children <sighs> facts that aren't right mm. and then you just like go you go over there you elbow the parent in the face you're like yeah you just like, push their face yeah. away you're like don't listen to that child don't listen actually, to that hey the neutrons <laughs> the neutrons have the strong force actually <laughs> asshole like, oh sorry I, I i that's a pretty common misconception actually i don't think that's like misinformation it's like no you're missing it <laughs> Um, so yeah, I view it very diplomatically because I've seen what the general yeah. public can be like. Wow. I'm a yeah. bit used to it at this point. Yeah. That's so funny. This next question is from someone who gave me the pronunciation of their name. I, I think I'm going to Britishize it by accident. So I'm just going to try my best. Hollis. Okay. I think I'm it's sorry if that's Hollis. Yeah. Yeah. So it's H-A-L-L dash I-S-S. So I, how would you say that? Hollis. Yeah. So Hollis is how we would say that. Yeah. So, Hallis. Oh. Hi, I'm a pretty new listener. And lately, this podcast Yay. has got me through some oh. of my worst chronic migraines. Thank you so oh. much. Thank you. Amazing. Oh. Hallis. I'm so sorry glad. again about the name. You're saying it yeah. fine, I think. <laughs> my question is, what are your journeys with school? I've always struggled with it, even though I love Ooh. science. Oh. For me, I know that, like, I was always a bit of a smarty pants up until about, like, 16, 17. <laughs> But when I hit my A-levels, which is the exams you do at 18, I uh -huh. did I did biology, chemistry, psychology, and art. Are these like the APs? Is that the comparable? Yeah, I don't know. It's the last set of exams you do when it's you turn 18. It's the thing you do before you go to uni, basically. Yeah. Um, and th AP. these are the grades that mean like 
determine what uni you're getting into, basically. Gotcha. APSSATs. So I completely flunked my A-levels. Oh, my God. Or the second half of my A-levels. So my first half of my A-levels, I did, like, really, really well at, which meant that I actually got into a uni that wasn't too bad, basically. Yeah. (laughs) But I was, like, I got, like ease and ungradable or unmarkable whatever u stands for when the great your <clears throat> exams are graded ours only stop at f that's wild well, you go that f low is you? an actual grade for us you know <laughs> oh, okay yeah um so yeah so like going into uni i remember like, oh my god getting my a-level grades back and just like crying and crying and crying and be like i've oh. not gotten into the uni i want to oh. get into and i can't oh. study the course i want to and obviously now I got the top grade that you can get for my master's. Let's go. So, yeah, I I would say, like, even if you're struggling with it, like, what grade you get when you come out of school is not the be all and end all. Yeah. And that's just, like, really, That's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. I think we talked about this on the um, bonus episode about standardized tests. I didn't hear, didn't know that. But I remember, I think me and Ella were the same. We were very big test people yeah. like i was absolutely yeah. such a standardized test kid which was good in some ways but then i got my ass kicked in a few classes also and that's also very yeah, important to realizing yeah. like yeah. there's different ways there's different like kinds of knowledge and learning and you can be good yeah. at different kinds and that's a good yeah hallis if i don't know what level of schooling you're at but if you're finding that this level is not working for you that does not mean that something later won't absolutely i like tom i was very good at standardized testing i was really like i just like sailed through every part of school until i got to the kind of later years of university where you have to kind of Mm. think for yourself a bit more and i really hadn't learned how to do that and i struggled a lot Mm -hmm. and i'm a lot better at it now and i did my phd because i actually that's where i learned a lot of that oh um, okay yeah but what i found what you what i found at, at university is that a lot of people who hadn't been good at standardized testing started to excel because they had a different way of thinking yeah and it took me yeah. longer to catch up with that so you know there's just because you're not like necessarily good at testing like remembering facts and stuff that does not mean that you are not good at science and once you're past school it starts to mean less and less and less Truly. as well doesn't really? it oh my yeah God, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The other thing for folks in school, like the biggest lesson I wish I could teach my younger self going into college is like, my God, the teacher matters so much more than the curriculum yeah. and oh, class description. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would just read a class description and be like, that sounds so good. And I'd just be taking yeah. the class and I was like, why do I not like this? I must not like this subject. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, no, it's, and it's, I mean, that's part of the reason why I, I didn't like any of the sciences in high school. And so then mm-hmm. when I went to college, I was like, oh, I'm going to do English and theater because I liked those teachers is what I realized in retrospect. But like that, don't let that poison anything for you. Mm. Yeah. Because sometimes it's school's, school's weird. You'll, you'll get through yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, it'll be okay. <laughs> Will196 asks, Tom, do you code? If so, what coding languages do you normally use? Oh, uh, JavaScript. P.S. Big fan of the show. Oh, well, then I'll say my real answer. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, JavaScript stuff, all all web stuff. Yeah. Uh, this is reminds me of uh, a thing I had in to the school thing is I, I remember one time uh, when I was first getting into computer stuff in college, standing in the aisle of Barnes and Noble that has all the coding books and just being so filled with anxiety, being mm. like, do I have oh, wow. to learn all of these? Which one of these will be the one that mm-hmm. like gets me to a thing? And I think I think the thing I learned is that like 
it doesn't matter and you can learn a whole bunch of languages and every language you learn makes you better at learning other languages so i don't think it matters too much what you what you use um i used to be like oh i wish i was learning c and c plus plus because that's like a real thing but wow. um it's all it's all real it's all computers it all kind of uh, translates yeah also no you didn't ask me but i also code I, <laughs> but n- not in R? the same way P- R, R and python uh, sometimes yes. Yeah, which is for which is what biologists use. Yeah, yeah. I also very like ish. I'm able to use R. Um, someone tried to teach me how to use Python once, and I lasted about half an hour of sitting there taking that in, and then I went, "This isn't for me. Thank you." And that was I think it. <laughs> Python's miserable because it's 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 very hard to get it to be a real thing without it mm. connecting to something else mm-hmm. like just like on its own python well yeah. that's it took me a long time to learn how to use r and the, the and the reason is because i was doing it like in classes yeah and then when i yes. got my own yeah. data to analyze things started to become totally clear to me why i was yeah. doing things so yep. i was like oh, yep, yep, i'm yep. trying to understand this about this so i need to do this yeah and before i was just like inputting you know test data or whatever i was like i don't this nothing is going in here yep Yep. And actually, like what Tom was talking about earlier about the teacher matters, the teacher that I had to teach me how to use R was terrible, was truly <laughs> atrocious. So I think if I had a different teacher try to teach me how to do it in a way that actually meant something to me, then uh, mm. maybe I would be able to use it a bit more as it stands, though. <laughs> there was one class in college that I was talking to a friend with later. She was like, oh, yeah, I remember we had that one class together where you would just like make games during the whole during the lectures every time. Oh. And I was like, yeah, because that that which was programming. But I was like, sometimes the classes uh, will be miserable, but that doesn't mean you can't learn something on your own time, I guess. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's all. Yeah. No, that's all like, like man. Yeah, that's a, that's a legit way to learn. you know we're doing the wrap-up episode i was thinking what's your what's your new year's resolution this year probably to just keep on writing absolute banger episodes of the podcast <laughs> oh nice what about, what about you caroline oh it's got to be to eat better to save money and to stress less about meals throughout the day that that sounds great i'm really excited about it. so my resolutions I'm... wait that's a lot to try and achieve caroline how are you planning on sticking to those resolutions? Actually, it'll be really simple. With HelloFresh, I can do all three. I'm saying hello to my most delicious year yet with fresh ingredients and chef-crafted recipes delivered right to my door. That's that's amazing, Caroline. Uh, but so I've been trying to... I've been doing Each this- HelloFresh box is packed with farm fresh ingredients. Everything arrives pre-proportioned right to your doorstep for less hassle and less wasted food. I also heard they're giving all subscribers free... (laughs) Is that true? Yes, they are. Wow. I also heard they're giving all subscribers free breakfast for life. That's pretty good. That means That's you'll really en- good. It's great. That That's means a life. Yeah. That means you'll enjoy a totally free breakfast item with every single HelloFresh delivery. I personally really struggle with decision fatigue at the end of the day. Researchers at Cornell University estimate we make over 220 decisions each day around food al- alone, which is exhausting. So when I'm finishing work, at the end of the day the last thing i want to do is open the fridge and have to decide what i'm cooking what ingredients i'm going to be using how i'm going to cook them with HelloFresh, my meals are planned they're simple and i know they're going to be tasty it's made my evening meals way less stressful guys i'm 
I, I, can I, I go to hellofresh.com slash learn free and use code learn free for free breakfast for life one breakfast item per box while subscription is active that's free breakfast for life at hellofresh.com slash learn free with code learn free guys i just want to say my resolution is to not make any more long-winded bad jokes until the end of 2023 tom we're already in 2024 i said what i said (laughs) hi uh this is Lori kilmartin and i'm jackie cation and we have a podcast called the jackie and Lori show on max fun and it's very exciting because what do we talk about comedy stand-up comedy we both do stand-up comedy and have since the dawn of christ jackie is that offensive it is offensive to me because you've aged me Uh, we started in the late 80s and we're still here. You can't kill us. So go to the Jackie and Lori show on Max Fun and listen to that. The Jackie and Lori show. New episodes Monday, only on MaximumFun.org. Do, 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 do. Oh, actually, do we have a different theme? <gasps> uh, this is just fun again. My favorite one. You're ready. You want to join in on this one? Get on the album, Caroline? We can all say it at the same time? Yeah. Fun! I think you're a bit late there, Caroline. <laughs> and we're going to keep it that way. Yeah! <laughs> we'll try again the next time it comes around. Robin Such says... Appreciated. Next year. <laughs> Robin says, how are you? Are you taking good care of yourselves? Oh. That's what? 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 <laughs> uh, what? That was it. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Um, yes, but also my New Year's resolution is actually to take better care of my body this year in terms of just like nice. walking more, eating some more nutritious meals. It's going to be... I need to achieve that with... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 We're not being paid for this bit. Stop talking about them. I'm going to happily bleep that name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I feel like for realsies, like the burnout is like starting to be a thing, I think, a little I'm, bit. I'm and the tired. first thing to go for me is always yeah. like looking after my physical oh, yeah. form. So that's something for me is to just be very mindful of it. Yeah, yeah. ain't that always how it is? Yeah. I don't want to complain too much. I'm generally quite happy. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's just little things, you know, I, I've stopped exercising as much and I eat terribly. Yes. So I need yeah. to sort that out. Mm-hmm. But thanks. Yeah. Um, but I think I think we all and I, I will say the one good thing is I feel like we all really care about that for each other. Like that's always mm. top oh, priority. Yeah. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Which is nice. And it's it's sort of a like you say it to other people enough, then you start to actually do it for yourself a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this this break has been great to, to to just sit around and play video games with my family and stuff like that. Aww. I think it's also been lovely to talk to each other a bit more just as like normal people. I feel like around the break time we actually yeah. get to hang out a little bit more which is really really nice so yeah that's always i don't like either of you <sighs> fine <laughs> this is a purely professional relationship <laughs> can't argue with that i mean the fact that y'all ask is very nice i'm glad that yeah. i feel like that's more of a thing yeah. these days is is everyone being aware that like that is a, a thing that everyone yeah. needs to do so that's cool yeah. You got you, listeners. I hope you all yeah, are Yeah, I hope you're taking well. good care of yourselves. Rishi P asks, as a follow-up to last year, are we on track to learn everything by 2024 as Tom <laughs> forecasted? <Jesus Christ. laughs> Was that the promise? Did I say 2024? <laughs> Apparently. 
I mean, yeah. I think we're, <laughs> a, bit, I think yep. we're a bit behind schedule, but we'll get there. End of yeah. 2024, 2025, mm-hmm. everything. I I think mid-2025 is when we're really going to hit it. Yeah. I think we're going to get early. Yeah. I, uh-huh. think, <laughs> I think July. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you can hold us to that. Yeah. Nusquams asked... When are Ella and Caroline going to make Tom cry for once? <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Tom just did so well. That's such a high bar. Well, to hit. I mean, it's also, I'm not, I'm not a huge crier. Oh, I love I have a been good re- cry. I've been more and more and more. Yeah. More and more I have been. Maybe we need to go at it from like a different angle. Yeah, pain. You need to go for like, <laughs> like laughing so much you cry. Or maybe we could get you like so aggressively angry that you just can't control it anymore and you just start weeping. Oh my you know? God. Caroline's going to start attacking you from different angles with. <laughs> <laughs> if we tell him his jokes are bad one more time, maybe we'll get there. Well, maybe we'll do a topic on that. That's a good topic on crying. Oh. I might take that. We'll talk about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think. Um, I'm very pro, like, you can feel emotion and not cry. I'm very defensive of the people who are maybe self-conscious about... I, I used to be very self-conscious about not being not crying at stuff. Oh, really? I think, um, yeah, I, I, I would sometimes get in my head and be like, oh, I should be crying at this or something like yeah. that. I don't know. Uh, which I think is very real, but so I feel like I, that's I'm also the... really refreshing to have vocalized because I think, like, a thing for so many men, especially, is mm. the idea that you shouldn't be crying at things. And actually, I've never really heard about it from it's, the opposite perspective. Heard the opposite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it can kind of it's 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 whatever it is. But I think um, I don't know. I, I I it's not that's not to any of y- y'all. I think that's just my that's just how I am sometimes. I know. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I do want to say it is fine. I'm, I'm kidding. Yeah. Obviously. We're if not Tom, deeply offended by this. Tom doesn't have to, it's fun to talk cry, about though. cry or as little or as much as you want. And that's, we're all here for that. Making the podcast again, please. Making the podcast. I like that one. <laughs> that was one of my favorites. Alice asked, if you had the chance to redo a topic or cover it in greater depth, which topic would you choose? Mm-hmm. The 2022 Q&A. I probably would have redone that. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't research it enough. You know, it's just like... Uh-huh. For me, I think gender would be one that I would like to go back to. Because yeah. I feel like for the one that I... The version of it that ended up coming out was very much like looking at interesting studies around gender but i think i would really like to explore like what gender actually is and i do it as a do it as a miscellaneous instead yeah yeah definitely and like talking about like how our understanding of gender has improved and stuff like that so yeah that would be one that's really interesting as well because it's not it's not going over the same topic really because it's a different vein to that topic i would do tb which I know, Caroline, you said ah. was your favorite. <laughs> and the reason is I went to South Africa with my job and we talked ah. to a bunch of TB researchers. And it's not that scientific, oh, wow. scientifically I learned anymore, but I saw like, I did touch on it, poverty and like money being like a yeah. big factor of TB. But actually, I think it's quite un- like I understated or just didn't put enough emphasis on that. It was quite overwhelming. Every single TB researcher that we talked to when we were there they all said we can only do a small part in this. Ultimately, what needs to change mm. is like the social structures in South Africa. Wow. Oh, wow. And I was like, that's so interesting. There's so much to be said here. So I was like, yeah. I, I wish I'd been able to do, add that more, but mm-hmm. I, I hadn't understood that at the time. 
because it's not often talked about when you're looking at TB, although people oh, yeah. are talking about thinking about the science. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting that both both of those are sort of the like, I don't know, more misaddendum or context to some stuff. Because I think, I yeah. think and again, they're both like, I've always tried very hard with all things to be a sort of like the philosophy of like, it's done, it's done mm. with a lot of this stuff. And so like the old, I mean, like neural networks ah. when we did for the test episode, that was done before ChatGPT existed. Oh. Whoa. Which is like Whoa, hilarious. That's so crazy. it's like that's it. I but I think it's it's with enough and I the same with both of yours, where it's like it's not wrong yeah. now. Yeah. It's just like it's just and, and in some ways, because of the way we write it it is of a smaller scope and so it works yeah. fine yeah and I, I think the most liberating thing in the entire world i've ever done this year was making i evolution explicitly one part of what could be more yeah, yeah. that was like the f- most freeing thing to be like it's not gonna be all eyeball facts yeah. it's just gonna be <laughs> <Yeah>. some <laughs> Um, I think for yeah, I I agree with you. Like for the most part, when I do a topic, I I do silo. Yeah, you, yeah. we can't possibly mm-hmm. cover everything. Yeah, in absolutely. one topic, but with until next year, until next year when we <laughs> when we do it. But I think when with certain topics, you know, it it's you should mention some things that sometimes are missed out yeah. when you focus too much on yeah. the science. But at the same time, this is a science podcast and I like talking about the science. So Absolutely, it's a hard yeah. thing to balance. And you can't please everybody. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, everyone yeah. has... Alice and Mod of Drama and Mischief, one of our mods on Discord, ask, how long does it take you to research a topic and how do you find the time to research every topic? Oh, Wow. Oh god, I feel like how long does it take is a question I don't know if I can answer because like different topics take different lengths of time. Mm. Often it's spread over a really long time. So like a topic might take a week, a week and a half more to research, but that a lot of that might just be like doing an hour here or there. Or maybe like doing 12 hours straight of just like typing away. Yeah, sometimes it's like a pit. Yeah. It's like a, a pit of research to like solidify. Yeah. I, I think we've talked about this previously on like Q&A or something, but like that moment where you spend like two hours like validating a number and then you realize you don't need to actually say or like it doesn't even make sense in the script yeah. and you're like, fuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, fuck. But then and then other times it's it's so cool when like that helps though, because like there's times when like one of us will ask a question and then the other person will be like, oh, you know, it, I didn't write in the script, but I did actually come across this yes. in the research. And so yeah. we can. So it's it's it varies. And yeah, to Caroline's point, it's like sometimes very slow, sometimes very fast. Yeah, um, it really the answers a lot. It is a lot. Yeah. It does take a lot of time. Sometimes you write. Yeah. You know, a few times now I've read a book and that really, really does. Yes. That's bonkers. Like take that's quite a lot of time out and i think also we really do put our all in oh yeah yeah it's really there was a moment on the a tom scott episode of lateral or it's not gonna come out for a while but at the end carol i forget what you say caroline but you say something along the lines of like we like come up with the topics or that and you made it sound like yeah uh, it, we just like improvise everything and tom oh, scott was like yeah. you guys are like what he literally said he was like you guys are one of the only shows where like you spend a ton of research <laughs> yeah. on it like yeah. it's not yeah. that yeah. so like just the be crystal clear that's not that. what that is <laughs> yeah and and the thing is we put so much time in we act 
I think we feel like such a duty to put yeah. a lot of time in and that's yeah, refl- that's, and that's yeah, really totally. has reflected in the way the episodes have changed over the last two years. So we used to, yeah. what, in the first totally. couple of episodes, they were like 90 minutes or less. Do you remember that? When we yeah. were like, were like oh, we should hour, try ten, an, hour, hour, an hour, ten, yeah. hour, yeah, like <laughs> 60, 70, 80 minutes. And now they are two hours consistently, sometimes going over two yeah. hours. I checked in the past year. Oh, gosh. Of the like full episodes without any guests on them, there were two that were under an hour 50. Oh, wow. That's insane. <laughs> so I think, you know, talk, we've been talking about this a lot behind the scenes and we do have a kind of a little announcement regarding this. We are cancelling the podcast. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wanted, I wanted to make that joke so long. Okay, no, there is an... Well, okay, well, hold on, Ella. That's something, that's some pack of bad. (laughs) When I was was thinking about this bit, I was was thinking I I should do that joke. Um, (laughs) uh, No, we do have an announcement. We, as of this year, 2024, we're probably going to change up the format of the podcast just slightly to have two segments instead of three. So the question science segment will be merged and we'll still have the miscellaneous segment. So they'll still be long. And there are a few really huge benefits to this for us and hopefully for you. Yeah, yeah. I think the main thing for me is like somebody's going to get to have a week off just to make sure that we're doing the topics justice, but also ourselves justice. Yeah, we had, I mean, we had the question about burnout, right? Yeah, or taking yeah. care of ourselves. And I think another thing is this will hopefully give us more lead time for stuff. Like yeah. last year, we had two Tom Nicole difficulties. Yeah. Um, and that's because for most of the episodes this year, We've put out consistently, but boy, have they been yeah. really cutting it close, we like have down cut to the it wire. So many times, yeah. We love making the show. Nothing about that has changed. Oh my goodness, yeah. But we just want to be able to make it well. Yeah. And we want it to. We want to love it as much as people listening to it love it. Yeah. And we yeah. still do, and we want to keep it that way. Absolutely, yeah. One thing I think also is I think we've been finding that the topics we like are juicy. Oh, exactly, yes. exactly. Yeah. Like, and I mean that's what you guys said about the topics you would like like to revisit is to add maybe some more yeah you know like we started off there were some early topics where the question would literally be like 15 20 minutes because it's like that's the answer Wild. to the question what? and it's like i think yeah. we, we find that those are the sort of ones we would like sometimes we find ourselves being like we should cut this discussion shorter because we don't want this to be a two uh, yeah, hour so we're not getting yes, the good discussion yeah. out of it that we want to and also by the end of the episode sometimes yeah. we're so like tired and we're not getting into it as much yeah. oh my goodness yeah yeah this this will save us time not just on researching and writing but also recording and also editing and hopefully we'll be able to use that time not just to rest up, but also work on things to make the podcast better and try new things. We we may occasionally do uh, a big boy app. Oh, yeah. If there's like, like a, a theme or a bit, you know. Especially around themed episodes. That, yeah. Like we might all want to go like, oh, we all have something spooky to discuss. You know, something like that. But I, I think long boys should be the exception. Yeah, the yeah. Rule. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. so far they have been the rule mm-hmm. um and i hopefully they'll make them easier to share also you know if you have any thoughts about this uh, please let us yeah. know in the discord at let's learn everything or email, us if, or email if you want yeah if yeah, you're not a discord absolutely. user and we'd love to hear your thoughts hopefully we've explained ourselves well we know it's a change but it's a change we're trying to make to keep the podcast the same and keep it something that we love 
Okay, so Talking Pixels and Nusquams ask, do we ever scrap topics we've started? And and before you answer, Bun Bun asked something similar, which I think will help answer this. Have you ever started a topic and then seen all the work that could would have to go into it and just decided you can't. <laughs> the rabbit hole is too deep and you just can't understand the research behind it. I know Tom has yes. this issue. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, quantum physics is my white whale. Yeah. Maybe someday. I mean, yeah, I think we talked potentially talked about this before, but like, because we each keep like a topic list. Mm. Yeah. And it's, and I, I the thing is, this is true of the podcast, but also of like all creative things where it's like an idea in your head can seem like something but then you can spend like five minutes of cursory research and then realize it's, oh, it's nothing yeah. I was about hollow, to say that right? all this yeah. boils down to is too much or too little yes that's it one way or the other yeah. yeah like there is a way to figure out how to um make either of those work like if there's too little you can expand into other ideas or if there's too much you yeah. can focus on a specific area but sometimes you go in with such like confidence that that topic is going to be good that you're almost like I, at least i am like hit in the face by the fact that it wasn't as easy as yes. i thought it would be so i was like yeah. i was sure yeah. this was going to be yeah. good and now i have to like completely reframe the way i'm thinking about it and i just have to yeah. drop and it sometimes that's cool because yeah. that's the journey you get to take yes. us on yeah. right is like you might think it's going to be about yeah, this, yeah. Post about and this we but do sometimes that. that's, that's so much fun we do that all the time happens. but it's absolutely but sometimes it's not fun I can't, sometimes yeah. you think it's fun and then it's not i kind of yeah. 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 i kind of think about the topic i did about um human speech and like I, oh. the way I fr framed that was taking you guys through the research that I did and being like, oh, this mm -hmm. is what yeah. I thought would happen. Yeah. And then it was this, and this is what I thought. And then totally, this. Totally. And that was really great, but you not every episode yeah. can be a research journey. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I also, this is like why I really appreciate doing the, the Holland days episodes for, especially for topics yeah. that are yes. too short yes. is then finding a little home for that to go somewhere. So at least then like your script can be used in some way. So like, for me and like the difference between Christmas trees, like real Christmas trees and fake Christmas trees, I really wanted to do it as a topic and there just was not enough oh, yeah. there to make it a topic. So shoving it in the little, was perfect. in the little Holland days one was perfect for it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, fun again. Fun. Yeah. Ready, you, can you do it this time? Let's do it. Oh, definitely not, but I'll give it a go. Um, I can't tell because we're so out of time, but I'm sure we did it all at the same yeah. time. Oh, I can't wait to edit Caroline to be a full minute late. We'll be halfway <laughs> through the question and it just goes, Caroline going, fun! <laughs> that would be so good. <laughs> and you can join us next time where we will learn about fun everything. <laughs> <laughs> please edit that in. Um, please. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Um, quotes the COVID. <laughs> Asks, why was there a seagull on Caroline's ceiling and why did they have a rock to hand to throw at it? <laughs> it wasn't a rock, it was a pen, okay? It was just, it was just doing a little pitter patter above my head and I just had a pen. So I just, I think it was a pen, I don't remember. And I just threw I it. I think it might have been like a worked. shoe or something. I could it be misremembering. It might have been. Why do Gosh, I not remember yeah, this? This, was... this is the this start was... of, do you remember what episode it was? Oh, I don't remember. Gosh, I do not. So this was back when I was in uni accommodation for my master's. Oh, this is a while, so, ago. a while ago. Oh, okay. I okay, checked. It's the cold open to episode 13. Yeah. It was yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Was like, just saying something, and then was like, hold on one second. <laughs> <laughs> and you can hear the split clock. I was in student accommodation with really shit rooms 
and I was on the top floor and above my head, I could always hear the workmen walking along there. I could always hear seagulls walking along there. And there was just the seagull like a mid record and it was all I could hear. So I just threw something at it and it went away. Fair enough. To be clear, you didn't throw it at the bird. You threw it at no, the roof. No, I threw it at the ceiling and then it hit the ceiling <laughs> and it scared it and it walked away. It was great. I love the the strange the strange oddities <laughs> of the recordings places. I can't now believe it's history. That that's come Now up that bird's again. famous. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. McPearson and Ro Lovejoy ask what are your favorite podcasts Roe also added if you could be a guest on an episode of a podcast which one would it be they think it should be Ooh. lateral again yeah but well that's fair well, let me tell you <laughs> let me tell you <laughs> we got like four in the back yeah there'll be more of those so don't worry about that favorite podcasts i actually don't listen to that many podcasts in my spare time too busy making them i don't really listen to science podcasts anymore because i work mm. in science audio as a job which really sucks the fun out of listening to it in your free time. Mostly because what you're doing is thinking <laughs> about like how how have they explained this? Um, how have mm. they framed it? Um, could I have done it better? Would have they done it better? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. This is not a healthy way to listen to things. I still listen to a lot of true crime podcasts, but ones that I think are ah. like acceptable and non-sensational. Mm. Criminal. Okay. Oh, I've heard good things. Criminal about is yeah. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Tells really wonderful stories about people who are like they have they have been the victims of crime. They have done crime. They solve crime, oh, wow. but it's very like human. And I also like one called nice. All Killer No Filler, which is two British uh, women, a well, Welsh woman and a Mancunian. And it's called All Killer No Filler, but all they do is filler. They, <laughs> they do like two sentences of like the crime and then they just go off on a tangent about something that, that happened to have that been mentioned. Great. And it's great. It's really funny. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, I, I never really thought about it that way, but I, I think I am the same when it comes to science podcasts. Uh, but aside from that, boy, do I listen to, to too many podcasts. Uh, of course, the You're Wrong About Maintenance Phase, If Books Could Kill, mm-hmm. Cinematic Universe of Podcasts, I love, love, love. Uh, and I think, you know, big inspiration for the podcast, um, but also a lot of comedy shows. I adore Hey Riddle Riddle. Dungeons and Daddies is amazing. Uh, I've been listening to a show called Exploration Live recently that I really like. Oh, and then and then Dear Hank and John is back, baby! Oh, yeah. Would love to guest on that. If I was going to guest on another show, it would be Ono, Ross and Carrie on Max Fun. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. it was the first podcast I ever listened to. Oh, wow. Yeah. I will also say, folks, if you want us to guest on any show, you're email to them will mean a lot more than our oh, email to them. Oh, that's a really good point. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. If you, if you want us on, one of, on a show, then reach out on our behalf. Not on our behalf. Don't uh-huh. say it's from us. Not on our behalf. <laughs> no. No. No, 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 from no, no, us. no, 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 no. Just say how much you like us instead. <laughs> I'd love to guess on Hey Riddle Riddle. Uh, but, but also, also, if it isn't crystal clear, we would love to guest on most podcasts. Oh, uh, my goodness. Any. It's so just much fun. fun. It's just fun. Play the next theme. <laughs> Oh, what it's is called the next theme? Untitled or No Title. Ooh. Oh. Couldn't think of a title for this part. <laughs> <laughs> so, to be clear, the, the, the audio file is called No Title, and I thought, oh, it's so eloquent, keep it a surprise. But no, that's the lyric. That's what that's the topic is, is incredible. No Title. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Waffle oh, Ella. asked, I, also, that was my favorite Waffle. one. Will you play it again, please? Because. <laughs> Couldn't think of a title for this part. Yeah! You're like. 
<laughs> um, I made Yono do oh, a God. slight, a slight southern lilt. Because oh, I didn't like the way he said title in a, in, in a British accent. Oh, so <laughs> so to be clear, these aren't like first drafts. These are you and Yano in this in the studio, like three in the morning. Oh, you're yeah. all on cocaine. You're like, come on, we gotta get this out. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta live up to fun. That was our hit. <laughs> That's what the people expect. <laughs> Waffle asked, how connected do each of you feel individually to the Max Fun Network? And what kinds of things do they do for podcasters that are a part of it? Ah, Yeah. Ella, you just said, Oh No, Ross and Curry was one of the first shows that you... Yeah. Oh, wow. It's why, it's why when we reached out to Max Fun and, mm-hmm. and, they, and they wanted us, I, I was like completely on board immediately because I was already aware of how good they are. Max Fun are, you know, they're wonderful. They really, mm-hmm. yeah. we're very independent still, which is a benefit of being on the yeah, podcast. That's the Absolutely. Best, that's the thing. Yeah. We just, we just do it. But if we need help. Yeah. Yes, exactly. We can email them, reach out. And there's like a whole team of people who will like help us out with whatever we need. And I think like helped us do things that we couldn't have done on our own, like doing much properly and stuff right. like that. A perfect example yeah. is like, they hook us up with ads and which is so yes. we don't, instead of having yeah. to deal with like each ad person company individually yeah, we just yeah. work with max fund so they yeah. can get them but at the same time we can say no to any ad and we have literally yeah. any ad yeah we used to host a patreon because we were paying our yes. own um, our own hosting fees yeah. That's which yeah. we would not be able to afford Ho- now hosting fees no my god if we were because of how many listeners we've got hi i love yeah. you but our <laughs> hosting fees were slowly slowly increasing as more people were listening and it was getting yeah. yeah i just think like it's also so lovely how much contact we have with other max fun podcasts. i was gonna say that totally. yeah yeah just two of us. us the jv club comfort creatures that one time which was comfort so creatures fun. once yeah uh, you went on maximum film yes yeah, oh, yeah you did. they were so sweet there's a lot of movement between us and it feels just really good everyone's so yeah. nice and it's been so nice to have people actually doing podcasts that we can talk to about things as well and that's what maximum fun has given us is like these people that are doing the same thing and actually i i will say then our next bonus content will be us doing other podcasts and yes, it just so happens that we have chosen max fun podcast all to cover. Max fun podcast so we're recreating yeah. some some other podcasts which you can hear if you uh, are a member next early next year yeah oh sorry early this year there we go <laughs> i'm the one that's the problem oh. i told you guys stop say, don't say this year and i all i do is say <laughs> I, I will also say i i've listened to every episode of mabim bam uh, i listened to the jv club when i was a teenager and i remember very story break which isn't around anymore i remember so clearly when i was working this job i hated Every Friday, I would um, go to the cafeteria, put on story break, sit by myself, and just enjoy <gasps> oh, my, my lunch wow. while listening to the pod. Like, I yeah. have a very strong love for some of those shows. And it's really wild to think that someone might listen to one of our podcasts. Maybe someday someone will listen to one of our shows. That's <laughs> yeah, a dream that would be nice if someone listened to this. I can't wait for that. Yeah. Also, all the people who work at MaxFun are just amazing. Oh, yeah, so everyone's lovely. lovely. And they're our worker-owned co-op now, which is just so fucking cool. Karina asks, do you have any hopes, dreams, or ambitions for the podcast? And I will say off the top, 
a live show. <gasps> a live oh. show would be amazing. That's my like biggest one. Yeah, yeah definitely. Well, let's just, and we can, we, we can cut this if you don't want to spoil it, but let's just say the Eras Tour this year is going to be very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. Imagine. Opening for Taylor Swift. Opening. <laughs> it's just the three of us that on her massive, massive stage. stage. No lighting. Welcome to Let's Learn Everything. And we're just like quietly talking into the mics. There's no lighting. There's just yeah. four black chairs. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor's on there. She's a All guest. Right. And before we give it up oh, for yeah. Olivia Rodrigo next, let's read a review first before we... <laughs> we have we do have one really fun idea for this year's Max Fun Drive episode. I forgot to say one other thing is we also have some dream guests that were like, this year we are like, we yeah. want to... Yeah. I'm going to censor them. Okay. But... Oh, yeah. Oh, are you going to beep over it? Because that's... I oh, love it. Yeah. I love yeah. it so Taylor yeah. Swift. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if, listen, if we open for Eras, then she has to be obligate. It's a, it's an easy plan. I step will one, say... open on the Eras tour. Step two, have her on the pod. <laughs> we, can each, we can each say one of them. So one of them who I think we have in the bag is... Oh, yeah. yeah. Caroline? obviously oh yeah that yeah. i think that'd be a good get it might be harder busier and another one that i i think has been on our list of guests we want since the the start of the podcast uh is yeah oh yeah oh 100 i think, is, I think yeah. it's possible yeah oh can i ask to open this up to be more general like do you guys have any um things you guys want to hope to do in the, the new year any 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 little things what in terms of the podcast or or just 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 in in your creative lives I'll I'll help Tom segue a little bit into it. Like yeah. I would love oh, to. No. Oh no! This isn't a segue. I'm just genuinely curious about you guys. Oh, <laughs> oh I like... thought it was a segue. I thought we were doing it. Yeah. No, I. <laughs> God <laughs> forbid. <laughs> I actually don't I, know. For me, I would love to be able to do like online creating work as a proper part-time job, being able to reduce my hours in my day mm, job. Mm. Like that is a specific thing. But obviously, like being a part-time or a full-time creator to that extent yeah. just takes so much time and I haven't quite got my work-life balance balanced enough yet to be able to dedicate what I'd need to to that it's so funny because when people were talking about like aspirations for the podcast it is funny because like I don't even know if I like have a huge aspiration for like this podcast to be like enormous 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 yeah, and yeah it can always be bigger and more people can listen but like I feel like we've grown up in an era where it's like the the thought of being super super big is almost like scary and bad. Oh uh, <laughs> like, yeah, I don't want to be. I don't want to be super yeah. big. Uh, I no. I like the connection we have with our yeah. listeners, but I would say I actually I agree with you, Caroline. I I think you know, and this is an aspiration right now. We we yeah. obviously all need to work full time, but it, I would like to be able to do this part time. Like that would yeah. be wonderful. So that you could really give all to it. Yeah. Yeah. I think one thing I wanted to do, and I'm, I think I've told you guys, but I'm going to put it into the ether so it actually happens, is I want to make a YouTube long this year. Yeah. Which yeah. is like a YouTube short, but you can make it, they let you do longer ones. Keep on saying this behind the scenes. Is if, as soon that. as I put it into the ether, it makes it real. If it goes out on yeah. the podcast, it's as real as it can be, baby. You got to oh, make a, yes. you got to make the video now. For it. Yeah. Just, but he, he's like, oh, oh no, God, just God. Oh, God. <laughs> can't wait to censor that. Well, I'll censor what I say. <laughs> I really want to bake a beat. <laughs> also, when I say I don't, 
I don't. The reason is because there are, it's not that there aren't things I want, but it's almost like saying them makes them just like what you did, Tom. It makes them too real. Like I don't want to have to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If if I say it out loud, one year, I. <laughs> I put on Facebook, I bought a harmonica and I put on Facebook, I'm learning the harmonica as for my, uh, as my New Year's resolution. Oh my God. That's hilarious. That's fucking fantastic. I didn't do that. I learned how to play the, the Jurassic Park theme tune. Ella. Do, 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 do. Not well. <laughs> and that's all I managed. <sighs> I heard someone say once, I can't remember who, if you want to change something, you'll do it tomorrow. You don't need to wait yes. for a, yeah. a time to do it. Mm. And, and, I, and I agree with that, like, wholeheartedly. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting because it, it feels very ha glass half full, glass half empty. You can read that as being like, well, then I'll never do it. But, th but then part of me, for some things, I'm like, well, then I will do it tomorrow. Yeah, right? no, that's it's... what, that's, yeah, that's I see the it, thing. I yeah. actually see it, like, even though I'm generally a glass half empty person, I see it as a glass half full part. I'm like, well, then, yeah, I'll just do it now. Just, I will just keep do on it. putting yeah, it off. Absolutely. Yeah. CGP yeah. Grey also had that video about like themes for years, right? Ah. Um, instead of like uh, a goal. Yeah. I saw a TikTok today, which is the exact opposite of like, what silly resolutions can I have? Like how many different Ooh. pasta places can I go to this year? Ah, you know, and things like that, which I think is really lovely. And that's the energy I'm taking into the How many KFCs year? can I go to in different countries? Well, exactly, oh. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so this is fun. Again, fun six, I've called it. So, ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm going to edit you saying it before we even start it, Caroline. So, that's great. <laughs> fun. 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 That was good. I was close at that time, but I wasn't. It was, it was good, but, but it looked still. panicked. Like, you were like, it one, was. two, three, five, six, seven, eight. Fun. <laughs> These are the last couple of questions. First of all, shout out to Talking Pixels for asking ChatGPT for questions. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's so wow. good. We're not going to answer them because they are insane, but I'll, I'll read you what one of the questions was. Considering the philosophical implications of teaching each other about Jesus science, Christ. answering questions and exploring miscellaneous topics, how might a sentient AI <laughs> dishwasher interpret the meaning of life and would it prefer hand washing as a method of existential contemplation? Yes. I feel like I do a lot of my existential contemplation whilst hand washing dishes. Yeah, it's true. So probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a great question. What? <laughs> Brick, great name, asked, what is your favorite obscure musical instrument? I thought All I right. definitely, I left this one in here because I definitely knew Tom would have one and I'm excited to hear it. Yes. Um, how how do you not have one off the top oh, of your head? Oh. I knew you would. I, I'm just trying to pick a good one. Uh, oh, I mean, oh, everyone oh, loves the oh, hurdy gurdy. Sorry. Uh -huh. So what was happening is you were going through so many in your head, so many of school musicals. So you were like, I need like, to get the best one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know what hurdy gurdy <laughs> I've is. I've heard of hurdy gurdy. It's a like piratey. It's in a lot of piratey music, but like um. I'm looking at it. It's the, the, you have a, you turn a wheel and that like basically moves a, a bow across strings. So you can get like this constant droning sound. Ah. Uh, that one's very silly. Uh, my personal favorite, I love the Mellotron. It's like a, it's like a digital piano, but instead of playing like a digital instrument, it uh -huh. plays a tape back of a recording of an instrument. How so strange. So it's like weird, like analog, that's digital. Stupid. That's stupid. It has fun. such a tone to it that I'm like, oh, that's exactly my <laughs> shit. 
That was again such a Tom answer. Yeah. I like I love that answer. That's great. I went Yeah, to, that's great. I went to see a band earlier this year called Madalitso band. They're from Malawi. And one of them was playing mm. like a Malawian instrument. It's a babatone. Ooh. It's a one it's a massive, oh. huge one string guitar. Oh hell yeah. <gasps> and it just sounded so cool. And like he was running like something up and down it to get the different sounds, but we're still just playing the oh. single string. It was it was really interesting. I liked it. Huh. Nice. I don't have a favorite obscure musical instrument, but I do have a least favorite instrument. Oh god then. Oh. Yeah. Bagpipes? I cannot stand theremins at all. And there's a reason for it. Because when I worked at the Science Museum, we had two huge theremins that kids could run up to. And they would, Uh -uh. the the bastards would get stuck all the time. And then they would just be stood in this room full of hundreds of people with this. I foolishly, when you said bastards, thought you meant the children. And I was like, are they stuck on the theremin? (laughs) I mean, the children do it as well, but I would... No, the bastards are the theremins in this example. <laughs> I gotta do. I gotta do another obscure instruments. Maybe I'll do theremin and hurdy gurdy. So this is the final question. The <gasps> final question. Wow. As is tradition. No. Fuck mischief you. Mischief no. of Pikachu <laughs> no. asked. No. Who would win in a fight? End. No. No. I don't want it. I don't want it. Say it. No. Say it. I'm just cracking my knuckles into the mic then. Zoom cut it out, but I, I appreciate the vibe. Tom will hear it. it later when he edits and he'll feel threatened. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll be scared. <laughs> and I will never hear Say it, it then. That's good. Who's going to win in a fight between Tom, Ella, and Caroline? Yeah. It's still Ella. It's always also, Ella. Also, there's the, my favorite variation of this question. No, wait. And leading on to that, now that you've acknowledged the truth, which is that I would win a fight, right? You both agree? <laughs> mm-hmm. Always, yes, absolutely. Yes. Jin asked another traditional question. Now, why doesn't Ella, <laughs> the strongest of the hosts, not simply eat the other two? And yeah. the answer is because distance. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> little frog skins are poisonous, and Ella don't want to eat that. It is distance and distance, distance. alone that yeah, stops me. Yeah, it is. It would be far too gratuitous. To do a yes. review corner. This has been a review corner of the year. This has been a review. Absolutely. That's a lovely way to put it, Tom. You can find all of our stuff at letslearnoverything.com. Let us know your answer to some of these questions. Your yeah. favorite obscure instruments. Oh, yeah. Your favorite topics we've done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your perpetual stew. Your favorite card Guess, game. Guests you want us to guest yes. on. Yes. All the things. All the things. We love it. We love to hear from you. Yeah. It's a highlight. Absolutely. And thanks everyone for submitting questions. We got so, so many and we couldn't have done this episode without y'all. Uh, next episode will be a rerun as we take our annual January break uh, and then we'll be back at it. And so that brings us to the end of this episode. I'm not going to do a summary. We've learned a lot about each other, but most of so all, much. we've learned friendship. <laughs> Okay. Shut <laughs> Listeners, Ella was just like looking down at her desk. Almost, I don't, like, couldn't tell if it was disappointment quiet. at yourself or you were trying to come up with yeah. something. It was both. It's been a long year. Disappointment and desperation. Oh dear. So please join us in this brand new shiny year in 2024, wow. where we will learn about fun. Everything. Everything.
Let's Learn Everything is a Maximum Fun podcast hosted and produced by Ella Hubber, Tom Lump and Caroline Roper with editing and music by the wonderful and talented Tom Lump. while to like we were uh, just playing around with uh, making and then yeah yeah things. and I was and mostly because I don't know how to use this little machine so I was yelling at you on it being like no I need the clap there and I need this to go do, do, do. I have no oh. idea what the word, I don't know what I need no, the music it goes do 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 that is genuinely what I was like because he's like okay this is the bass this is the middle this is the low this is the drums and I'm like the bit that goes like this I want it over here like this <laughs> Oh, uh, well, I wouldn't uh, release the tapes. We need the, the Beatles get back, but it's just that. <laughs> There's yeah. the long lost session tapes. I'm, be, I'm just like the Beatles. I don't know what you are just like the Beatles. I'm just like the Beatles. <laughs> just you. Sometimes. <laughs> Yo, yeah, yeah, not us, just Ella. Just Ella. <laughs> Maximum fun. fun. A worker owned network of artist owned shows. Supported directly by you.